Hello listeners and welcome to The Snippet, the hair podcast where you can learn everything you need to know to get the hair you've always wanted. Join your hosts, Sarah and Ashley from Bar Care in Brisbane as we navigate the world of hair. This is The Snippet. Hello everyone and welcome back to The Snippet. Um, I am Sarah. And I'm Ashley. And today we are on episode three of our... Back episode three. Yep, a little like hair tools, deep dives, mini deep dives. Mini deep. They're not really very deep, they're more like shallow dives to be honest. Sometimes we get, we go deep. Sometimes we do go deep. That is true. When we pull out these fun facts. But today we're going to be talking about heatless curls, which honestly I feel like has become very big this year. Heatless curls have been really huge this year, which is really, really interesting. It is interesting because when I think, well, I guess like I wouldn't say the original heatless curls, but well, maybe not because you were saying that you feel formal. Uh-huh. We'll get into that. Yeah. But my heatless curl is like putting your hair in plaits and then waking up the next day and it's like magical. Totally. I remember when you did that as a kid for the first time. Absolutely. Oh, what? I have curly hair, even though, like, technically it's definitely waving not curly. And then you brush it and it's just frizz, but that was perfect. Magic. Absolutely magic. Yes. But do you, like, do we have record of, like, what the first heatless curl is? Or, like, trying to find this and it is really interesting. So, apparently, um, First hair rollers were, first hair curling methods, I should say, were around 1500 BC um, with the uh, ancient Egyptians who wrapped their hair around wooden sticks and then they used the heat of the sun to set the curls. Which, like, fair enough. Yeah. And then, like, Greeks used, like, a hollow tube made of iron and then they would, like, warm it in wood ashes to use it as, like, a heated roller. Right. So it was like apparently during the 19th century, I'm like totally just ripping this off a website, by the way, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, we are, um, I heard this in another podcast, they call it Ladies Who Google. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, that's me. Podcast, yeah. So um, apparently, like in the 19th century, so that would have been the 1800s, the hair rollers started to look like rollers that we now and so hmm. they were often more like metal though um because obviously things like plastic and stuff weren't really around until later on um so i guess like foam rollers are one so kind of like go through the different types of rollers yeah let's so foam rollers like foam rollers. have you ever used foam rollers so no foam rollers are like they're like a little plastic contraption um i've got pink ones and it's like a piece of foam around like a stick of plastic and then it's got like another plastic thing that like locks it in place. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I think I had them in my hair for something not long ago. Um, so that was an interesting, that's an interesting one. So they were like really good for like when perming was like really Yeah, hard. quite was, soft like, on the hair. hair. Yeah, you could like. Put these like foam rollers. Yeah. And then obviously you got your Velcro rollers. Mm-hmm. So then you've got your Velcro rollers. Um, so I don't know when Velcro rollers really started to come into effect, but like Velcro itself was like, oh, when was the Velcro invented? Like Velcro hasn't been 
Really? I don't think so. Like when I think Velcro rollers, I think like Yanena. Yeah, totally. Um, okay. Weird. Velcro is like a Swiss electrical engineer invented. Weird. I know. And it was invented for like use in spacecraft and like oh. for NASA. That's what that was. Not necessarily for NASA, but for spacecraft because I remember this. Yes, because Weird. of course... Like, I think, like, it had to do with something to do with how to get the uniforms and stuff on and off without the gravity and everything. And so you've got the Velcro to make it easy. Um, so it was a fastener for things. So it would have been, like, that white hole kind of hook thing wouldn't have come around until that was a bit. Yeah. That's really interesting. Because Velcro rollers, I love. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. We're talking about types of rollers. We've got the yeah. foam rollers. We've got the Velcro rollers. We've got... um like the like twist one. Uh, that's what I thought you were talking about with the foam because I was like, no. oh, but no, the the twist. So like, it's a long stick, and then you like, it's like really like bendy metal. Yeah. And, foam, and then you like wrap your hair around it and twist it. So and just hope, hope for the best. Hope for the best. Yeah. The ones that I was thinking of, they have like different names, but like um, spiral curls, magic curls. And they basically, oh, why would you even call this material? It's kind of like. Is it like silk kind of satin? No, no, not that thing. That's what I was going to talk about next. This, and you've got like a crochet hook. Oh, yeah. And like, so it already starts off as a spiral. Like, I guess it'd be like a mesh netting that comes in a spiral. Then you get a hook, get some hair and thread it through. And then it spirals back up. And then it's meant to stay in that position. And then it, I guess it dries your hair and then there you go. Yes. Yeah. I remember seeing those and they're like real weird and people look like they've got like antennas coming well, out. Well, yeah, I feel like it's just, and then you, you could not brush that. Absolutely. But I feel like it's too intense. It needs to be brushed, but you just could not brush that. Right, absolutely not. The other one, the one that I feel like has taken over 2023, and I don't know if it's existed before. I'm sure there's a concept before, but it's the... It stemmed from the dressing gown sash, sash mm-hmm. over your head and just like twist your hair around. Yep. And then obviously the internet was blowing up. I'm sure it was maybe even a COVID thing. Like people just try and random stuff. Yep. And then companies are bringing it out. Like you go to sleep with this thick silk yep. thing on your head yep. and people are obsessed. Um, I saw I have one. <laughs> Tell us uh, the review. It's horrendous. Do not recommend. Did you spend lots of money on yours? <laughs> I don't understand. Like I don't understand how like spending ten dollars versus a hundred dollars could make a difference. But I have seen some pretty successful stuff. You have pretty long hair, but I think it's like the long, thick hair that has the most success. So here's my issue. Okay. In order to get the most successful results, mm-hmm. you should put your hair in it wet and let it dry in it. Oh, yeah. I do it on my dry hair, well, like damp hair, because I'm unbelievably lazy and didn't want to do that. And it was it's a long process. Yeah, and so I wrapped it in. And so this one, it's like a really long, like, it's like a mattress material, it feels like. It's like quite like, spongy, but like yeah. um, still. And mine's covered in like 
silk, which is actually satin. It's very synthetic. Oh, yeah. And so what you're meant to do with it is you, like, clamp it on the top yes. of the and then you like wrap it around and then you use like these little silk silk thing in inverted commas scrunchies on the ends to hold the end. Mm -hmm. So my issue with this is that one, it's always got weird ends because it has nothing to hold the ends on. So you're using yeah. this scrunchie. So you have to make sure that you've perfectly wrapped it around. If yeah. you have any layers, they like pop out all over the shop. Yeah, Which so no layers. Like no layers, in, and it takes forever, and sleeping in that book of socks. Well, not only that, but just, like, the whole contraption where, at least with your dressing gown thing, like, it's pretty thin. Yes, so much easier. And soft, like, but they've made them pretty thick where, like, I get it, but surely that's not comfortable. And no one's walking around there, like, you would need to like wake up in the morning if you have like yes. for the whole day to go to an event. So this is my thing. I um so keep a watch out because I'm gonna try again and determine yeah. again with my wet hair this time. But I'm in, I was trying to film it. Yeah. Now, of course, it was a disaster and my hair looked atrocious mm -hmm. So like that got binned. Um so that will never be the last day, but I will try it again for you. So keep an eye on our YouTube for me trying this stupid heatless colour contraption. But maybe we should do like also just like first time not well, like how you sort of Yeah practiced i guess almost like things yeah. you would do differently well, i've only done it the one time and that does not exist anymore guys so it's not about that but um i will do it again and i'll show you how i can do it and it will be terrible so let's all be surprised together but um i have used it once and i hated it um i use my foam rollers so they're the ones with the stick with the like <laughs> yep. foam around them yep um i like them if i've like curled my hair first and then I, yeah like wrap the curl around it to like keep it in there the only problem is because my hair is so long and i have small ones because i'm like a tight curl the hair gets caught in yeah yeah like real bad i've like had to rip one out of my hair it was pretty atrocious yes um we've all been there we have how about velcros because you know you love a velcro. i love a velcro um just on my day-to-day -day client, like a bit of volume, bit of curl. Um, obviously, another thing that's came like circled back again is the bouncy blow dry. Yes. And, of course, the people that want it are not necessarily the clientele that should or more so never going to achieve the look unless you have so many layers, which I feel like, yeah, they don't want. They want the solid mid-length lob and they're like, why isn't my hair not looking like Rachel Green? You know? You <laughs> need more layers. But um, even if there is a bit of light layering, at least the Velcro roller gives you just the best hope. And I feel like it's a very user-friendly in terms of me doing it on your hair, obviously, smaller sections, that kind of thing. But a lot of people are like, oh, like you've just done that so easily. And I'm like, yeah, you could do this at home. And Velcro rollers are not expensive. No, they are so cheap. So cheap. I love that. Even if you do just do a few at the front, I got into showing my clients even, um, again, the bouncy blow dry because it just really has taken over, um, straightening 
the section with like a bend in the bottom and then rolling it up because then it's basically a cheaper alternative to a hot roller. Probably like I'm so here for this. Yeah. I also like doing that like if I'm feeling a bit like lazy and I don't want to get my irons out. Yeah. Like blasting my hair dry is to like blast it, wrap the front section up, blast it quickly with my hair dryer to like get a bit of heat in it and then just like leave it while I do my makeup. Mm. Pull it out. I reckon it gives the best like it looks like you've put – well, actually, sometimes when you just go to so much effort to try and bouncy blow-dry someone's hair that just doesn't have the hair type, you're just wasting everybody's time. Totally. So at least the Velcro rollers. Yeah, I honestly use them at least every single day I'm in the salon. Oh, you are so into your Velcro. Yeah. And, like, I love them too, but I guess, like, a lot um, – Depends on the clientele, yeah. like, yeah. And, like, you use them a lot, and I think this is an awesome tool in, like – Oh, yeah, because another very, like, trend thing that has come, everyone wants curtain bangs, but they've never had a fringe, never styled a fringe. This is, again, very user-friendly to go home and be like, I can actually do this at home. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just really my style of hairdressing is making sure that people, I'm never giving someone anything that they can't achieve at home. Yeah, totally. And I mean, Unless, obviously, they want, but, you know, most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, I'm pretty similar. It's sort of the ethos of the salon, really, is, like, mm. make sure you can do stuff at home. And, like, things like heatless tools, like the heatless rollers and things, are, like, a pretty good, cheap thing that you can try and see how you go. And, like, Velcros are probably my favourite, I would say. Oh, I would say they're absolutely my favourite. Um, I think the other, like, the, like, original, like, curl, heatless curl mm-hmm. um, is, of course... What we used to call rags. Oh yes, it tells your story. So um, we have mentioned this several times on this yeah. podcast. I am desperate for curly hair, <laughs> and, I and I am sad. And so much like you, I used to do the braiding all the time to yeah. have the wavy hair. But like for me, loved the wave, but wanted curly hair. Like yeah, rougher, you want what you hair. can't have. You want what you can't have. And like again, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this. I am legitimately the only one of my siblings. My mother has curly hair. Yes, All does. four of my siblings have curly hair. Like, what happened? It is not okay. Weird. Your kids have curly hair? No. Yeah. Straight, which is hilarious because my husband also has curly hair. So mm. their hair might turn when they go through puberty for some time. Yeah. If you get lucky, your straight hair can grow curly during puberty. Um, but mine did not. So, but I have just enough, like, fluffy lightness in my hair to hold curl really well. Yeah. Which is awesome. So my mother, bless her, like I adore my mother, beautiful woman, not that great of hair. Yeah. And grew up growing up, like we didn't have so she didn't have a blow dryer. Like she had like one of those like old school ones for ages. You know the like ones that have like the big round like vent in the side of it. Yeah. Those, like these old like Barbie looking ones. Mum had one of those for a while but like it died. And yeah, and there was just her. no knee. Yeah. So there was, like, no blow dryer, no straightening irons. I think if you listen to our last episode, I bought a curling tong when I was in high school, thinking that that would, like, change my life, mm. um, which it did not because it turns out I was very bad at using it. <laughs> and um, I was, I tried the, like, like Velcro rollers. Like, I was trying all the things and nothing worked. And Mum's like, oh, I've got this technique that you can use for putting your hair in rags. And I'm like, yes. Let's like, I'll give anything a go. Yeah. So how you do this is that you do it two ways. You can either just, like, straight up just wrap your hair around a piece of fabric. 
So like yes. they're like just strips of fabric, and we used to use like old sheets, and we rip them up into like little strips, like about thirty centimeter long. I guess you can just because like I had hair down to my thumb. So like yeah, so you need a big one. Yeah, yeah. So you'd section the hair out, and then like you could either like twist your hair up first, and then wrap it around for like a really curly curl, mm-hmm. and then you tie the rags up so that you just have these like things all tied yep. up around your head. And so I used to try and do this when I was younger. And then, like, when I had the really long hair, and I loved it because it would go really curly, mm-hmm. and, like, there was always a rogue one that didn't curl. Oh, yeah. Always. Because whenever you use a heatless curl, it's a really important tip. Ooh. You absolutely are going to get a rogue curl. That's not fair. Yeah. Like, no way. And you just, like, I did it exactly like the other ones. Exactly. <laughs> but there's always, like, a weird rogue one that goes in a random direction, and it just doesn't work. And that's why, like, the twisty ones are, like, kind of... I was going to say, like, I wonder, like, people, like, use the rags. And those twisty things surely came not long like and that like, was the like, yeah because yeah. like like rag would have been like what people used like a long time ago like you know when they wanted to set their hair so if you ever look at like period movies like except with pride and prejudice like they've got <laughs> their hair tied up in little rags around their hairline yeah. to do the little curling so it was like really common thing to do back yeah. in the day and i was like oh here for this look yeah so i had some success when i was younger I really wanted curly hair for my formal. By this stage, I had hair at my shoulders, so mm-hmm. it was quite a bit shorter. And my mother, who, as I mentioned, bless her soul, love her, not that skilled in the hair department, but didn't have a lot of money to do my hair. So yep. Couldn't go to the hairdresser. Mum's like, it's cool, we'll just do hair and we'll rags. We'll do the rags. Mm-hmm. Worked so, before when you had long hair. Worked before when I had long hair. So she puts them in the night before my formal. I go to work in the morning with my beret covering all of my rags. <laughs> Yep. Because you're like, you got to do what you're going to do. You've got to do what you got to do. Got me like big barium, covering all my rags. It gets to the afternoon, getting excited. I've done my own makeup, truly atrocious. There was a lot of silver eyeliner. Not cool. And um, yeah, not great. 2001, guys. It wasn't mm. a good time in fashion. Um, and here I am, taking mum's taking the curls out, and I don't have a mirror in front of me, and this is an important thing to say. Mum says to me, do you want me to break the curls off a bit? And I was like, what do you think? And she's like, yeah, I think we should break the curls off a bit. And I was like, cool, no worries. So mum breaks her hand through the rags, gets the hair out, and then we decided that, because it's very popular at the time, I'm going to have the front twisted back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then curly at the back, and then she was going to sew like beads onto the twist. Uh, so she does this, no mirror. I go and look at the mirror and I probably burst into tears because I have got the biggest, like, crazy fuzz of frizz. Like, I look like somebody had given me the tightest perm in the universe and it was just this ball of tight frizz. And I am crying because, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. I, I went to my formal with the worst. The absolute worst, like, hair of all time. Like, it was actually atrocious. Oh, my God. I'm so traumatized. Um, and it looked really good when I went to school on Monday, two days later. Oh, yeah. It was like, it dropped, down. It, settled, it looked really pretty. And as I said, my hair cold, her holds curl really yeah. well. Yeah. It's great. I still think that somewhere deep down, my poor mother, she is, like, still, like, scared for me to bring this up because I am, like, 
And the worst part is I had a friend of mine who was an older, like an older guy who was driving me to my formal and he walked in and was like, what have you done with your hair? It looks terrible. And I was like, oh my God. I and I was like, it's one thing to like look back and be like, wow, what was I thinking? But you knew in that moment oh, you didn't like it. Yeah. So <laughs> in hindsight, if I just put it up, it would have been fine. But like I had visions of these like loose waves that were going to be around with my beautiful cool back hair, which also as an aside, given my hairline, I should definitely not have put it back at the front either. Well yeah, we live in the world. But yeah, I um, highly recommend if you're going to do rags in your hair that um, you take really big sections. Yeah, like, but you know, in that moment, you're like, you're probably were thinking as well, like it's my form, like I need to take all the time, yeah. do it a bit, like do a bit more because you know when it's on a Tuesday night and you're a bit lazy, like you just do a few, but you want to take the time to yeah. like perfect it, exactly. smaller sections, smaller. Yeah, mum, like mum, bless her, like honestly, the poor woman. I really do feel bad for her because she would be traumatised by the fact that, because like I am the worst, the worst with this stuff. I'm so picky. And I was like, hey, hey, it's horrible, I'm ugly, I'm terrible. And I was like, give props to my now husband who was my date for my formal, who took one look at me and my face and was just like, you look so beautiful, I love it. And I was like, you're a keeper. Yeah. He was wrong, he looked terrible. Yeah. So you think, like, if you, that happened now, how would you have fixed it? Oh, I definitely would have just put it up. Yeah, I was going to say, you should have just put it up. Because, but like, I guess at the time, you just, like, not much you can do, like. Because when I had my terrible perm, yeah. basically what my hair looked like all the time. And I used to wear it in, like, a, like, victory roll at the front and a French twist at the back. Mm. So, like, I think that at the time, even if I just, like, put it in, like, just put pins in it and like yeah because it's still like a textured art yeah. style oh, essentially it would have yeah. been totally fine but like i wasn't a hairdresser back then. no no so i have perfected how to curl with my curl mm. <laughs> um anyway anything else to i think like the only other thing is that's a bit of a trick is the pin curl which is something <gasps> we haven't really oh we haven't i kind of think about that no. i don't really has a time and a place but i guess velcro rollers is my pin curl yeah um which is basically just like wrap it around yeah and then tuck it to your head and put like a bubble pin or a pin curl clip or something like that onto it and let it like set it's like a pretty traditional set for if you want like like 20s weights yes yes yeah, so yeah. It's more like waves and curls Probably not as much, like, would you say volume at the root? No volume. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you want something, like, a bit more waved and less volume, it's a pretty good one. Mm. Yeah. Long hair pink curls are useless. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So, favourite? Velcro rollers. Obviously. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I think so. Had to only do one? Yeah. If I only had one, it would definitely be Velcro. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, the others are a great novelty, but I don't think they're really famous for. Yeah, they'll probably fade away. I think so. Mm. But I think that um, we will do a nice little poll again. Mm. Great on the Instagram. So get into the uh, podcast um, polls, the podcast polls for the tools. Yeah. So I think if you are not already following us, you should follow us on Bark Hair. Just B A C H A, no, 
Let me start again. It is B-A-C-H-H-A-I-R. Um, and you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and also Facebook. So you can see our little poll up there and you can vote for which is which one you think you want to try out on the hit this roller option. Mm. Or hit this curl option, I should say. Um, you can also look us up on barcare.com.au if you want to find more out about the salon. And if you want to give us any feedback or if you want to find out anything more information, that was in your sentence. But if you want to find out any more information about any of the things that we've talked about, you can contact us on barcarepodcast at gmail.com or email. And you can also like, subscribe and review this podcast. On yes, leave a review. Yes. Um, we'll be up next time with another exciting uh, episode about movie series. I think we might be going a bit rogue. Oh, so, tell us. Yeah, bit rogue. Bit rogue. Keep your ears peeled. Amazing. All right. Well, until next time. See you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Snippet. The Snippet is hosted and produced by Sarah Mackay and Ashley Lockie for Bar Care. Recording, editing, mixing and sound by Sarah Mackay. The Snippet theme song is by Jock Mackay. For more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio or the Acast app. For more about Bar Care or to make an appointment, head to barcare.com.au. See you next time. Thank you.